0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely terrific day today, as always. Hope you're staying healthy, and if you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. Healthmasters.com here to help you out with all of your supplement nutrition needs, and we appreciate the continued support. I was going through some of the order comments yesterday going look into the orders, and I really appreciate a lot of the positive feedback uh, just on current things that are happening. People are putting current stuff that's going on and updating me all the way to talking to me about positive aspects they're getting from certain products like the HGH, and they're ordering again, or the Ultimate Multiple Powder, which is on sale right now, and numerous other products that are on the front page. And what's interesting about this is. I appreciate that feedback because that helps us continue to build and make sure we're producing the highest quality products that everybody wants, which we have done over the years now. So thank you again for that support. If you guys need anything, they're the product of the week on sale right now. The one and only HGH Stimulate for over uh, 15% off right now. It's going to be 12% off right now for HGH Stimulate on the front page. And the, today's the last day. Product of the week changes tomorrow. So be sure to take advantage of that. And also, too, the Ultimate Multiple Powder, just got a huge batch of that product in and want to basically get move some inventory around for everyone. So I did a big sale on it. Haven't done a sale this big in a while because the margins are slim on that product due to the cost to manufacture it. But the Ultimate Multiple Powder, the same great multivitamin formula that we have in the capsule form is in the powder form, and it's very, very strong, and you can dose it up and down if you want. For example, children a lot of times can take, you know, half a scoop to one scoop a day of it with great results. You know, somebody that's larger, like a bodybuilder, somebody that's training a lot, you know, 250-pound male, you can take up to three, four, five scoops a day of it and get great results, and it tastes fantastic. You can mix it with smoothies, shakes, or just straight up in water, which is why I do usually in the morning I mix that with the magnesium brain food. So be sure if you want to check that out on sale right now for a limited time only, the Health Masters Ultimate Multiple Powder for over 15% off. Now, one of the first things I wanted to get into today, and I kind of wanted to bring this up, is kind of an alert. I've watched some stuff this morning. I've been getting texts from people I know all around the country. And there's definitely almost a kind of a powder keg catalyst that's starting to occur right now. You're starting to see, obviously, these protests that are starting to show up in all these major cities now, with this Palestine protest. And this is primarily due to the just uncontrolled migration we've watched now over the last decade in the country, but that's simply just the base part of it. What you're starting to see now is more chaos ensue very rapidly, and it's all becoming a distraction. I remember I talked to a guy years ago, this retired military, and we were kind of talking about certain things that have changed and certain things that occur in the country and kind of a idea of when things may start getting really, really gnarly at some point for a short period or long period. And he said, Austin, one of the things you're gonna see when that happens is you're gonna start seeing multifaceted attacks from a psychological standpoint. And then it's gonna start to occur on a multifaceted physical attack, meaning you're gonna start becoming overwhelmed with certain things that are happening. And that's the overall goal of what these banker boys want to do. They want to overwhelm everybody with protests here, with violence here, with theft here, with wars here, because they want to keep you distracted. They also don't want you to focus on your family. They don't want you to focus on being prepared. They sure as heck don't want you to focus on staying healthy. They want to drag you into the medical industrial complex, get you scared, put you on anti-anxiety medications and other types of drugs, instead of actually saying, hey, listen, maybe you should detoxify your body. Maybe you need to run a GHI cleanse fast for a week and really clean your body out and get your body cleansed so you can really start focusing and doing what you need to do very, very productively. Because remember, the gut Brain connection is very real. The more research has been done about it over the years, we find that has an enormous impact and it can cause issues in the gut, can then cause issues in the brain all the way from depression, anxiety and so forth. So it's very important that you're maintaining overall gut health with probiotics, with GHI cleanse. This is crucial because what they're trying to do now with the mainstream media and what they're trying to do with all this theater anger that they're getting people very mad now because of these protests and this Israel-Gaza absolute nonsense. And I've told people before, I said, if you live in America, if you're an American, if you're a proud American, if you're a patriot American, why are you not more concerned about what's going on in our home front, what's going on with our schools, what's going on with our churches, what's going on with our border? Why are you so concerned by trying to voice your opinion about what's happened in a sandbox country that's been at war for thousands of years with each other? Just asking that question, just a realistic question. So don't at me, don't say me mail mail on it tell me your opinion on it i've told you before i don't care it's not my problem the problem we're having right now is here in the united states however the banker boys are trying to drag this middle eastern conflict into the united states if you're watching that and seeing what they're doing and what we're starting to see here now there's an incident that just occurred yesterday after this whole main shooting, this is why I'm bringing all this up. This whole main shooting that occurred in the show that I brought up yesterday went into a lot of detail and stuff that happened with that. And the strange thing, things, the shooter it takes them almost three days to find this guy and he's found behind a dumpster with a gunshot wound to the head. Well, now there's an article that just came out. A heavily armed man found dead at Colorado Amusement Park. Officials say he was planning a devastating attack. Now, what's crazy about this is this story – is so built up, and now it's on almost every mainstream media outlet. And ironically enough, there's no evidence to actually corroborate any of this at all. This is all mainstream theater they put out there. And I'm not saying they didn't find this guy, they didn't find all the stuff he had. I'm going to get into it in a second. What I'm saying is, it's literally just what they're telling us. There's no other evidence other than they're saying now. A 20-year-old man's body was found in the woman's bathroom Saturday morning before the scheduled opening of Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. He was armed with a semi-automatic rifle, a semi-automatic handgun with numerous loaded magazines for both weapons. He was wearing full-body armor along with a ballistic helmet. He had multiple IED improvised explosive devices, and they also found other items in his car. The discovery of the man has prompted people basically to call for more gun control and the aspect that these mass shootings are going to become much, much worse. They said the same investigation and the forensic autopsy suggest that he died by suicide, gunshot wound to the head.
1: Now, you got to ask
0: yourself a question on this. The whole thing just sounds staged with this right after the shooting. And what they're trying to do right now is they're trying to bring in a catalyst with all this drama, with all this violence that's occurring. They're trying to come in now and say, listen, nobody needs to be owning any of these firearms. This is what they constantly do. Now, could this have been an actual false flag setup, and this guy basically (laughs) corked out and just tweaked out and, you know, expired too early, so to speak? could have been. This could have been another massive false flag or this thing could be complete stage theater in order to push an agenda on the mainstream media. And so what I'm getting at and what I'm telling everybody, and especially over the next coming weeks with a lot of stuff that's happening right now, be very, very vigilant whenever you go out with your family, when you go places, especially if you're going to major cities right now. These things are turning into hot spots of violence and crime very, very quickly. So I encourage you, please stay alert. Please stay armed if you can and be aware of what's happening and also, too, use wisdom in certain areas. If you feel like you're going somewhere, if you're driving somewhere with your family, if you feel like somebody's basically ghosting you in a vehicle, you don't have to be paranoid. Just make sure you're being aware. If you're out in public and you're doing something, you feel like somebody's basically watching you or following you use situational awareness. If you're a female and you have kids and there's something going on, you don't feel comfortable, grab a security guard or grab local law enforcement and say, there's something going on. I'm not comfortable right now. There's somebody following me. There's somebody watching me. There's some very strange things that are happening. I've gotten a lot of reports from people all across the country of strange things occurring now. And so again, I want to encourage people do not live in a spirit of fear whatsoever, because that's not what we're called to do, but be aware and understand that there's a lot of things that they're trying to get ready to set up right now. And in my opinion, they're going to try to have all these things occur very very rapidly in order to essentially the same shell shock shell shock concept that dad's talked about before where eventually people go in and accept another phase of the new world order because there's so many things that are happening rapidly this is exactly how they did it during covid they did the lockdowns as fast as they could they did the restrictions they did the business closures they did the school cuts they told everybody to start wearing a mask all these things they did was super abrupt and super quick 24 7 365 they put it on the news every single day in order to make the public fear simply walking outside and breathing air that's not what we're called to do. That's not what we're called to live. So don't make the same mistake if you did before. Understand what they're trying to do right now. But again, use wisdom and use discernment when you're out and about with some of these strange things that are happening. What do you think, Dan? How are you doing this morning?
1: A great opening, Austin. Uh, so much to cover today. Number one, it's 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 called intermittent conditioning is what this is. You, you remember, you know, we, we learned about this with psychology. I've got a major in psych and so does Austin. And what happens is you basically – have a condition in which if you shell shock people over and over and over and over and over again, and you don't space it. The uh, the neurons can't handle it. The brain just shorts out, and suddenly they don't want to. They don't want to believe anything you're saying anymore. It's the same intermittent conditioning they use when they give you 80 percent of truth in the alt media, you know, mouthpieces that are really big, and basically 20 percent or 10 percent lies. They condition you intermittently. In other words, you start believing it because you're telling the truth part of the time. But yet part of the time you're lying, so your body gets confused, your mind gets confused, and it doesn't know what to believe, but it starts to believe part of the lie. And this is the intermittent conditioning they're doing. And what, they've, what we've learned is this. When you train somebody, you train an animal. animal with, let me give you an example. If you, ring a, if you ring a bell for a dog, this is Pavlov again, and you ring a bell for a dog and you feed the dog at the same time you're ringing the bell, pretty soon when you ring the bell, the dog starts to salivate without food that's the original experiment that was done on all this stuff. And then pretty soon, if you ring the bell, the dog salivates, you don't give him food, right? If you keep doing that over and over and over again, the dog will stop salivating, unless you do it this way. You ring the bell, you give the dog food. You ring the bell, you don't give the dog food. You ring the bell, you give the dog food, and you intermittent it. And you can actually space it up 10, 12, 15 times, you know, ringing the bell with no food when you condition the animal to believe this, and the dog will still salivate. This is exactly what they've done to us with Zionism. This is exactly what they've done to us with the Middle East. This is exactly what they've done to us with gun control, with these intermittent shootings. This is exactly what they do when they continue to put this out there and out there and out there. And what they do is they're playing a football game with us, let's say that. And you know they've got an unlimited amount of downs. And so every time they have a snap, they move the ball three or four inches. And you think well that's gonna take forever you know you can't do it in four well no they have an unlimited amount of snaps because they control the media and so they're always allowed to continue to snap and snap and snap and snap and snap and, snap and move the ball until they get a touchdown which will be complete and total tyranny of the planet which will be a one world government under lucifer that's the goal here And they don't care how long it takes they don't care if it takes 10 snaps 100 snaps or thousand snaps their goal remains the same they have no plan of salvation They're all going to hell in a handbasket and going to get cooked on a lake of fire. we just uh, mention that to them while they're listening to this show, and they know that. So as far as they're concerned, they have no downside. They just keep taking the snaps. The problem with human beings are unless you're willing to, like it says in Ephesians, put on the full armor of God and stand your ground, you start backing up, backing up, backing up because you say, well, I'm going to go along to get along, and this is what the Christian churches have done. And now they just take the snap and they move the ball. They take the snap and move the ball. They put gays in the pulpit. They put lesbians in the pulpit. Okay, They, they, they have all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the churches, and nobody talks about repentance anymore. And it goes, and so they, they move the ball now, and for most mainstream churches, the world, the Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan, has already made the touchdown. Those churches are done. Ichabod, spirit has departed, period. The pastors don't talk about the truth anymore from the pulpit as far as what's going on in the world – they don't give practical advice. Heck, they have trunk or treat. You know, they have candy they give for kids for Halloween. They're celebrating indirectly, you know, a, you know, satanic holiday. You know, I, now I don't have a problem having a fall festival, you know, Christian fall festival, but not, you know, giving out candy out of trunk for trunk or treat. It's just, it's just another version of, you know, Halloween. And so we see this happening over and over and over again. They've moved the ball an inch an inch an inch. It doesn't matter to them. It's taken them 200 years at this point to get back to the rebuilding of that third temple and to push to Zionism the way they have. It really has. And so we have this whole group now that's playing you know, for blood, and they don't care how – because these entities don't just die like we do after 100 years or whatever. They go on and on and on, okay? And so they don't really see us as a, as a viable deterrent because our lifespans are too short. I mean if we were still living a 1,000 years – like we were in the beginning, that would be a problem for them because we'd be awake for a thousand years and we'd be able to tell our friends and our neighbors and everybody else for a thousand years, hey, you don't want to listen to these clouds. This is exactly what they did with 9-11. They brought us the Patriot Act, you know, and they brought us to the lockdowns. And you're with the terrorists, you're with us, George W. Yeah, the dumb one. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. They, they, they basically put these stooges in there with these mouthpieces and they get them to work to move the ball. Donald Trump. What we'll would we'll have the most gay administration in the history? Of the White House, right? You know, Bill Clinton. I didn't have sex with that woman, okay? Hillary Clinton. You know, you know, Benghazi, Benghazi. What was Benghazi? You know, just on and on and on and on. And, and they come back and they lie about everything. And they say uh, Operation Warp Speed. I saved millions of lives. No, you didn't. You killed millions of lives. You know, uh, you know, red flag gun laws are going to promote it up. Yeah. Okay, Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. On and on and on it goes, on and on it goes, it tells you 80% truth that we want to hear, he's a patriot, America first, okay, all right, well, let's, just, let's go ahead and just keep on going with what we're doing with the world agenda, let's keep the wars going and keep the military industrial complex going, and keep signing these budgets with these massive deficits and just tell everybody that I'm their friend, and then we get QAnon, oh my gosh, the ultimate psyop, unbelievable. People are still believing this. Donald Trump's running the country through Mar-a-Lago right now. The military is listening to him. No, he's not. And no, they're not. All of this stuff, are psyops, we're exactly what Austin says. Little by little by little, they've chipped away at the foundation of our country. Until now, we become unbelievably corrupt. Jeffrey Epstein. I'll go ahead and just get me another 100 judges or so, another 100 politicians, and we can have sex with these young girls and do drugs together and bring in all the whores, and we can have fun with all these women. Uh, yeah. Why don't we just say that wasn't OK? And where are all the thousand girls that he had? And what happened to him? Are they sacrificing that altar, that that temple that he had on his island? And how many of these guys were involved in all that sick stuff? And why can't we know the names of the people who he compromised? There's your question, isn't it? And he's basically Mossad. He works for Israel or the USS Liberty. Don't talk about the USS Liberty. Straight 5,000 times by Israeli military trying to sink that communication ship, trying to start World War III with Egypt in 1967. Yeah. Why don't we just forget that ever happened? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, why don't we forget about what happened in Palestine with machine gunning of the innocents? And let's not talk about Gaza. Oh, two million are going to be killed over there probably before this is over, where they're going to have to be relocated. And yet the United Nations is complaining about even that. And now Israel's saying the head guy who's talking about the United Nations needs to resign. And then Paul Craig Roberts. I got to give him credit on this one. The Israeli-Hamas conflict is a continuation of the 9/11 plot. Yep, I'm going to read you part of this. This is not a conspiracy theory. Hamas, October the 7th, the attack on Israel was the opening gun of a plot devised by U.S. neoconservatives. It's primarily the Jewish lobby with a. well, I hate to say that, but it's true. Uh, they're not really conservatives. They kind of came into the conservative side with Ronald Reagan, and almost all of them are hardcore Zionists. just thought I'd mention that. By the U.S. neoconservatives in Netanyahu to renew the U.S. attack on Hezbollah suppliers on behalf of the Greater Israel Program. I covered this two weeks ago, long before Craig Roberts talked about I talked about this the first day this thing started. The Greater Israel is a Zionist belief that Israel comprises the territory from the Nile in Egypt to the Euphrates in Iraq. The purpose of 9-11 was launched under the guise of a war on terror, the wars that the American neoconservatives had called for in their publications that General Wesley Clark told us about against Israel's enemies in the Middle East. The purpose of Washington's war on terror was to destroy Hezbollah's suppliers in Iraq, Syria, and Iran. Israel and neoconservatives want these three countries destroyed because they supply Hezbollah with money and weapons that permits Hezbollah to successfully repeal Israel's attempts to occupy southern Lebanon. Israel needs the water resources of southern Lebanon, with the Iraq, Syrian, and Iranian regimes destroyed, the avenues are open for the greater Israel. In other words, there was never a war on terror. Da, 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 da. This is Paul Craig Roberts saying this. There was a war devised by U.S. neocons against Israel's opponents, and that is precisely what the war on Hamas is about. It is impossible to breach the Israeli security barrier without setting off alarms. This plot call for the barrier to be stood down. What most likely happened is this. Israeli agents who had penetrated Hamas – were instructed to sell Hamas on the attack of promising the ability to disable the barrier and surprise the Israelis. Netanyahu and the neocons sacrificed Israel's lives for the outage about Israel deaths, rapes, and these babies with cutoff heads. By the way, it's a bunch of lies. This would gain Israel support for de- destroying the remnants of the Palestinian people and incorporating all of Palestine into Israel, thus ending any prospect of a two-stair solution and simultaneously settling Netanyahu's legal and political problems by making him a hero – who could solid Palestine under Israel. The plot has wider arms, which were revealed by almost disappearance appearance down the scene of the U.S. Aircraft Carrier Task Forces, the 101st Airborne Division, followed by U.S. Marines and Special Forces. Israel, of course, does not need these American forces in order to destroy Gaza. pundits reflecting either a lack of imagination or serving a disinformation function, have rationalized the presence of the U.S. forces as a warning and protected barrier between Israel and Hezbollah, Iran. Think about this rationale. If Netanyahu understood that the plot might bring Iran and Hezbollah and even Syria and Iraq volunteers down on Israel's head, would he have sponsored the plot that initiated a war with Hamas? The answer is not less. he and the U.S. neoconservatives want to bring Iran, Hezbollah down on Israel's head, and they do, which is why the U.S. forces are in the area. A Hezbollah attack on Israel gives the neocons who control of the U.S. State and Defense Departments, the National Security Council, the excuse they need to finish the real purpose of the war on terror—to destroy Syria and Iran. Iraq was taken out, but Syria and Iran remain in Israel's way. Uh, this is extremely well done. Now, there's a whole lot more involved in this that he's not looking at, including the Kabbalah Luciferian synagogue of Satan plan on running the world through the Third Temple and bringing the Antichrist out. He's just talking about the stuff that he knows about, that he's talking about, and maybe he's just realizing that now he's got a serious issue with the entire scope of what he thought was real or what was, was not real. I don't know. Paul Craig Roberts, I send him emails every day. In fact, he pretty much gets the same same feed of emails that basically I send to you guys through the healthmasters.com website on our newsfeed, And so he's getting it all from me anyhow. So here's the reality of all of this stuff. Why are we supporting Israel? It's like Austin said, why in the world have the churches done this? And again, this show is one of the only shows that cover this. they have done this for the simple reason that they are Zionists. and they have been brainwashed with the Schofield's reference Bible over and over and over again, incorporating Israel, incorporating Israel into the end times, requiring that Israel be reborn as a nation in order for Jesus to come back, which is simply not true. And the sad part about all of this stuff is that here we sit in the presence of the Third World War, which probably is not going to happen, to be honest with you guys. They like these international minor incidents all over the place, and the entities that run the planet don't want nuclear thermonuclear weapons going off in the atmosphere and detonating and destroying the holographic Earth that we live on, this realm that we live in. They don't want that. They want to basically uh, keep it intact. So as far as nuclear bombs going off all over the world, uh, that's not going to happen. Simply not going to happen. I had a friend of mine, he died a few months back, and he said, oh, I've seen the visions of this nuclear war occurring. And I told him, I said, no, you didn't. He said, it's not going to happen. <laughs> He's gone now, bless his heart. Very smart guy, too, but just had a tendency to exaggerate a little bit too much, a little bit too much hyperbole at his work. But the reality is this. Here we sit and we watch all of the stuff happening in front of us. They don't want to destroy their own infrastructure. Now, Israel's warning you know Elon Musk. He's that he's they're going to destroy Starlink. Who in the world? Okay, how in the world did Israel get this much power? Yeah. Let's stop for a second. <laughs> they're going to destroy the Starlink for Elon Musk. I mean, they were directly involved with nine eleven. This, this. I mean, where do they? Where do they pull this kind of weight, Austin? I mean, how in the world? Oh, that's right. Dual Israeli citizens in Congress. Stop well, for that go. one. What do you think, buddy? What's your next story? <laughs> no, no, you're,
0: you're spot on. I was reading this article this morning here, and I just shook my head, and they basically said that no Starlink terminal should be available to anyone in Gaza or Palestine whatsoever. And essentially, they're going to – essentially, they're threatening to launch rockets off at Starlink. Now, if you guys know anything about Starlink with Elon Musk, it's a pretty cool platform. Don't know how nefarious it is down the road as far as what they try to use it for, but all these alleged satellites that have been shot into orbit by SpaceX and Elon Musk allegedly – they provide – you can pretty much get internet in the entire world with Starlink. Anyway, I mean you can be out in the middle of like the Amazon forest and you can get internet um, if you have power. <laughs> and so it's a pretty cool system. It's not cheap, but it definitely does provide you with internet if you have to work on your business. And I saw this and I was just looking at it and basically they have said that Israel will use all means at its disposal to fight SpaceX with any type of Starlink internet access to Palestine. And I, I I thought the same thing that when I saw this. I said, I mean, who in the heck do these people think they are as far as even making comments like this? But then this goes back, and you guys don't – I'm going to step on some toes here for a second. Don't get mad at me. Don't send me emails. I don't care. This is what happens when you allow the Christian community and other communities to be completely overtaken by nonsensical ideology by saying certain individuals – have a free active pass to do anything they want to anyone at any point in time and you have to support every decision they make regardless of how satanic it is or how demented it is or how nefarious it is. You have to support them. This has been the agenda that's gone on for years with this program and now when you have a country that's saying basically we're going to start destroying satellites in space of a big giant global internet company. It shows you the degree of just arrogance that this is now starting to become. And so I, I saw that, and I saw the same thing. That I this, is, this, is, this is interesting. But again, this goes back to exactly what we're talking about is causing more chaos. This all goes back to controlling the narrative. They don't want any type of internet or real truth coming out of what's going on over there. The same thing that you saw during Ukraine. Ukraine has been a constant cover-up of numerous proportions on all these different levels. I had a buddy of mine, excuse me, he works at a body shop agency and he married a girl from Ukraine years ago and they actually went over they visited her family over there. It was about two months ago. So he was out of the shop. And uh, he said it was interesting. He said really interesting country over there. And he had a good time for some parts. But I asked him, I said, well, I said, did you guys go in any of the areas that were shelled and ruined? He said, no, that was, that was like on the outskirts area. I said, well, did you guys have any like air raids or any airstrikes when you were there? And he's like, no, no not airstrikes. He says, actually, the place is doing fairly prosperous. I said, well, imagine that. $150, 200000000000 in cash plus weaponry and all the other stuff we've given them for the last year and a half. I would imagine it would stimulate the economy pretty doggone good. And it was interesting because he told me that he's in case. We didn't really have any issues at all over there. But again, this is what they've told everybody in the narrative. I'm not saying there's a conflict. There's not fighting and there's not people dying over there. I'm not saying that at all all. What I'm saying is the level and degree of military weaponry that we have funneled into Ukraine over the past year is not fighting the skirmishes that they're talking about over there. Period. We're sending levels of armaments that we didn't even send into Iraq war from the first invasion to that degree over there. and spending that much money, especially in the first push in Fallujah. That's, I mean, it's constantly getting flooded over there. And again, we've seen this now as this massive money weapon laundering scheme is, like I said before, I've already been told this, that a lot of the weaponry and a lot of the movement is being transferred over through Africa, through, basically over to South America, and they're pushing a lot of the stuff into the southern borders and getting into the United States and these sleeper cells that they're pushing over here right now. There's a reason why they're trying to short the market as far as with 5.56 ammunition. People have seen the prices go up on it. There's a massive company that's been buying up over in Europe, that's been buying up all kinds of different ammunition manufacturing companies, including Winchester, including Lake City. This is another, this is another cutout from BlackRock. And what they're doing is they're going to try to start controlling the ammunition supply to civilians. This is why Sig Sauer got the contract for the new light machine gun and infantry battle rifle with the 6.8 caliber. They are going to be controlling the round for the first two years. At that point in time, Lake City is going to take the contract over, and I think it is 2026 or 2027. Lake City will be the primary manufacturer of the 6.8 ammunition once the military fully adopts it. 5.56 ammunition will no longer be produced by Lake City at that point, or at least in the next coming years, they're going to phase it out. 5.56 is the most common rifle caliber in the entire country, period. They know this that's why they're trying to short the market on it, and so they they know there has to be an exit strategy with these firearms, and that's what they're going for on it and so again, this is why it's really important that you understand as far as your preps, your supplies, your defenses, that you have all those and you understand real numbers. I've always told people before when they're getting ready to buy AR fifteen I said you would be better off buying a basic AR fifteen setup. Basic platform, good iron sights, good reliable rifle, you know, six, $700 rifle that's very reliable. Still don't buy some cheap Bobo one, but something that's still reliable and going in and spending an extra, you know, hundred plus dollars on a dozen magazines and another three or four hundred dollars on a thousand rounds of ammunition and go basically have yourself a thousand eleven hundred dollar platform with a good reliable AR a dozen mags and a thousand rounds before you're better off going and buying some fancy fifteen hundred dollar rifle that basically you have no ammunition no magazines for if that makes sense I tell people this all the time when they ask me I'm on budget I want to buy this I'm looking at this I said budgeting this 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 is what your final number is use it to what you need because quite frankly a thousand rounds of ammunition and 12 mags does not take long to burn through trust me so that's something you really need to look at when you're looking at defensive measures the same thing also comes to
1: food preps okay so hang, on, gonna... hang on hang on hang on one second Austin. i want you to clarify something for me okay we have a friend of ours who has a lapua all right yeah high powered rifle and we were talking to him last night you know and he was talking about how unbelievably expensive the rounds are they're like 10 15 20 bucks a piece or something they got like super that. pricey And so we were talking to him about, which is if you're going to have a high-powered rifle that'll reach out and touch someone, we were talking to him, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, a lot of people can't afford a Barrett 50 caliber or Lapua, either one. But from a tactical standpoint, if you want to go out and go hunt big game in Montana and you want to go cut grizzly bear, (laughs) and then you want to reach out and touch them at a mile away, which would be better, the poor or the 50 for, for a long-term, uh, long range? <laughs> well, no, so we're, hunting, we're hunting grizzly now. We're hunting grizzly. Yeah, right? I mean, the,
0: with the grizzly bears, I mean, the 338 is still going to do the job. The 50 is going to have a much wider array of applications for defensive measures and for doing anything else you need it to do. But, the, the, so, I mean, the, the 50 falls into place with that. The issue, I told him, I tried to explain it in with this, with the 338. I said, the problem is, is ammunition collection in the future. I said, I've always been told by law enforcement and military, that always stick to basic NATO rounds that are in wide supply across the world that you can stock up on for decent prices. That comes down to 9mm 45 ACP 308. Five five six fifty BMG, even seven six two thirty nine AK round ammunition you can widely get and be able to practice and train with it because I know a lot of guys that have these safe guns that they basically have shown off and they're all proud of and they got these four or five thousand dollar builds and they've shot them like one time put like ten rounds to them like yeah ammunition like ten bucks a round so I've, I've shot like one you know one one two range days on and gone out I said here's the problem. You don't have any proficiency with that gun under stress understanding how to adjust the dope on the fly windage elevation everything with that gun you don't know what you're doing with that gun you really don't and so you're better off getting something that's going to be reliable accurate realistic distance and something that you can actually feed and train with we're not spending an absorbent amount of money that's why i've always been a huge fan of the 308 or 300 wind mag in that that sense because again that's military ammo that they use that you can acquire And a lot of other things that people look at, you know, as far as distance and range, you know, in a real true defensive standpoint or hunting standpoint, are you going to really need to reach out a half a mile away and go hit something highly unlikely practice on what's realistic in your element if you think you know from a defensive measure from a hunting measure going out and reaching out three four five six hundred meters is something you need to do then practice that and get incredibly good at it at adjustments and range finding and doing that if you think you can go out to a thousand meters and you want to push out to that that's your choice but be realistic with what you're doing and understand that you know a lot of times trying to acquire parts and ammunition for these guns later on in the future in a pinch or in a situation where things get weird that needs to also be an option just thought I would throw that out there because there's a lot of times I've seen these guys that they buy these safe guns, and they have no idea how to use them, and they're unbelievably expensive to feed, and they really, really need to be aware of that, especially in these situations right now. Okay, okay, real
1: real quick question. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) quit. Lapua or 50, your choice, which would you take?
0: Oh, 50 BMG all day long. There you go. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the question, yes.
0: When you're looking at ammunition and rifle and distance and power and knockdown and every other aspect of what you can do with it, that's what I would go with. Now, a lot of snipers and long range guys, they'll argue with me on that one because the 50, you know, is basically not going to be quite as MOA accurate at super high distances as possibly the 338 Lapua. But quite frankly, if you are going out to a half a mile long, getting an eye socket shot, or a no shot on a grizzly bear really is not my biggest concern. Wherever you hit with a 50, it's going to blow in half. So take those, that those, one those, those, those,
1: those, grizz- those grizzlies are tough, boy.
0: Yeah, they're tough. <laughs> they're tough, you know, especially the hard-armored grizzlies, the one that run around with body armor on them. Those grizzlies are speaking...
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: you got you got to understand 338 as well you know depending on distance it's not going to go through the body armor on those grizzly bears just throwing that out there 50 goes through all body armors on all grizzly bears at any point in time don't so just throw that out those, <laughs> those grizzly bears you gotta watch out for man <laughs> they're wild at montana <laughs> but, but also too the sideline to go back to what i was saying from a real true realistic standpoint if you're going and getting backup food supplies whether it's beans and rice whether it's like organic food buckets that we have whether it's mres whatever you get i don't care just have something the organic food we have tastes great it's got 25 years shelf life i know a lot of people that stocked up on it and a lot of people that have diversified their outlets on a lot of their stocks be realistic about your calorie intake when you stock up on food understand it if you simply say listen i only feel like i need a week's worth of food That's totally cool if that's what you think, whatever you need to apply it to, but understand, don't go, well, I got a week's worth of food if I drop down to 500 calories a day for each person in the family. I promise you, if you're being active and you're outside and you have to be defensive and you're having to hunt and you're having to work, 500 calories a day ain't going to do it very long for you. You're going to start hemorrhaging weight. You're going to get really tired. You're going to start getting brain fog. You're not going to function because you're probably going to be burning three to four to five thousand calories a day, depending on how much you're walking and, you know, basically hiking or doing anything else. So be realistic. I've always told people at least base the minimum on each person, in the family at two K a day, two thousand calories a day, somewhere around there. That's realistic. Granted, you may may need more. Some people may need less. It'll bounce itself out. So if you're wanting to look at something like that, look at the real numbers for a week supply, a two-week supply, three or four for families, and utilize it. You know, there's a lot of times I've used some of the stored food. I've gone out and about camping or hunting. Okay, I'll well, try it out. Done it many a times. I'm like, okay, that works. Because you want to make sure you're getting some good quality food. It's not going to make your gut messed up and give you glyphosate toxicity and make you sick. That's another thing to think about, too. Because, you know, think about it. if you eat pretty clean, you're just taking supplements, and you're pretty healthy. And all of a sudden, you got this backup stored Bobo Amazon food. You know, it's, it's $99 for 50,000 calories. And I'm like, well, I don't, even know, I don't even know how they produce something that cheap. But whatever, whatever. And you look at it, and like the first ingredient is corn syrup solids with soybean oil and then corn syrup protein solids. And all also the bizarre ingredients, something you can't even pronounce. And you're like, dude, you don't understand what's going to happen when you eat this you're going to get mud gut. Your gut's going to cramp up. You're going to get sick. Within about two or three days, you're going to start getting massive brain fog. You're not going to function very well if you're not used to eating that type of garbage and you're functioning at top core, you know, functioning. So, be aware again. Sometimes the cheapest, most bobo food you can go buy on the shelf at some of these stores is not the best option for you. Save a little bit more money, take a little bit more time, get something in quality. So I've had that excuse where people have used that so many times to me. Like, well, it doesn't matter. Calories are calories. That is not accurate whatsoever. Use your own research because I've tried some of those foods before. And I can tell you, 20 to 30 minutes after I eat it, I feel horrible. I have no energy. I want to take a nap. My brain doesn't function right. And I've looked at it and done the ingredients, and so I'm like, dude, this, I'm never putting this in my body again. I feel worse than eating fast food sandwiches. That puts in perspective. So be aware of it and use wisdom with a lot of this stuff. Also, too, in other news with what's going on as well in the – Vehicle industry, this is interesting. I had a conversation, Dad heard it yesterday, with one of the best, most advanced diesel techs. This guy can tune, build, crazy stuff I've seen for the last 20 years. He told me yesterday what they're intentionally doing now with these vehicles is they're making them so electronically advanced and so the parameters so tight on them that it's not sustainable for these motors, for these diesel engines, and even a lot of these gas engines. Diesel engines run the country right now. They always have run the country. They transport everything all the way from trains and semi-trucks to duallys with car haulers and transports and hotshots. This is what runs the country. EPA is intentionally coming in every single year, and they're changing the parameters and making it more and more and more restrictive. And he flat out told me, because he he told me about a buddy. Basically, they just changed an exhaust, not even a DPF, not emissions, nothing, just like a muffler piece on it. And the whole truck's going basically like one to go into limp mode, speed restricted now. And he said, it doesn't matter. He goes, they're so sensitive. He goes, these sensors now on these DPFs, even at the back end of the exhaust, measure up to a tenth of a gram of pressure at a time, all the way down to that. And if anything is off, they completely shut the truck down. And you can't even tune them anymore, even with keeping the emissions present, because the systems are tied into uh, are tied into basically the on-star. So anytime you turn the truck off again, it resets the entire ECU and the tuning to try to get away from this stuff. This is all about preventing people from being able to have long-term, reliable diesel engines to get really good fuel mileage. He said one of his buddies that he has a 30-foot or a 40-foot gooseneck with a Dually F-350 brand new one was averaging 5.6 miles per gallon on the last trip. 5.6 miles per gallon. Now, you got to ask yourself the million-dollar question. I've personally seen this in guys that used to tune these trucks. You take this truck, you delete it, you make it run really efficient. You'll average 15 to 20 miles per gallon with a trailer, 30 without a trailer. Just personally seen it. You put a massive emission system on it. You completely clog up the turbos. You run the EGTs, the exhaust gas temperatures to the roof. You get five miles a gallon. Your fuel pressure is through the roof. You're dumping massive amounts of fuel, but you're suddenly cleaner but you're burning 400% more fuel. Nobody can explain to me how that's supposed to work productively for the emissions and for the green world. Well, now to even put it in more perspective, another study just came out says overcharged major study shows the true cost of owning an EV Fueling equals $17 and 33 cents per gallon. The new study called overcharge expectation claims that without all the federal subsidies, the real cost of fueling an electric vehicle would average you around $17 per gallon. The study from the Texas Public Policy Foundation said electric vehicles do not stand alone in comparison with other vehicles because the wide array of direct subsidies, regulatory credits, subsidized infrastructure and massive contributions to the economic viability of EVs due to government handouts. They said adding the cost of subsidies to the true cost of fueling would equate to an EV owner paying $17.33 a gallon. And these estimates do not include the hundreds of billions more in subsidies in the Inflation Reduction Act. He said the study claims that a 2021 electric vehicle would cost $48. $1,000 more to own over a 10-year period without the hundreds of billions in government favors given to the EV manufacturers and owners. And here's the part dude they said they didn't even factor in yet. They said the report further estimates that the cost to other people for the strain on the power grid from charging electric vehicles comes out to $11,833 over 10 years funded directly by taxpayers and ratepayers. So Lest you guys want to get really happy about these, essentially, you're paying about $1,100 a year more in electricity and taxes now, as we've already seen, and part of this inflation we're watching, just to subsidize what's happening with the electric grid. I told you guys over the summer, Tico here, which is a monopoly electric company, a nightmare to deal with. Their prices got so absorbent. I mean, there are people going online complaining. I mean, it was through the roof. I mean, it was like every month it was going up another 100 $150 a month. And the thing was, Nobody was changing. Like everybody was reducing their usage. Everybody was cutting their AC down. Everybody was cutting their power off You know, if they weren't home or they're out of town. Yet there were people that told me they would go on vacation. They shut their AC up to like 79 while they're away. Everything's turned off in their house. They get the next electric bill the next month. They've been gone for three weeks. The electric bill is $140 higher than it was the last month before that. That's not realistic, nor is that real. That's more of the government and the, basically these BlackRock, State Street owned companies like Tico that are coming in now and using this as an excuse to basically rip off the American population through insanely priced electricity because they want to use the excuse. Well, you just need to let everything connect, and this is what this this is what the. Spokesperson for TECO said, they said, well, we, in order to help combat this, we have all these programs that you can sign up for. And if you want to get a new meter and tie into a smart meter and tie in all your electronics, including your refrigerator, your fuel, or your, your fuel pump, your pool pump, your water heater, your dishwasher, all these things, we'll monitor how much electricity they're using. And we'll try to make sure we shut them off at peak hours or make sure you know to use them at certain hours when it's not peak. So it'll help you save a few dollars on your electric bill. And I just shook my head and laughed. I said, of course they do that. That would be their answer. Same thing they did in Colorado, where people got involved with the smart thermostats. All of a sudden, people were stuck at 80 degrees during the summer. And they went, what's going on? Oh, by the way, you, when you signed up for this smart meter discount, you got a $150 credit. Uh, you gave us access to your smart thermostat, and we could control the temperature at any point in time during peak hours. This is all about controlling what people can and can't do and making people think that they no longer have freedom because people are no longer exercising. People are no longer demanding it, and people are no longer fighting for it. This is a huge thing that they did during COVID and making people think. Remember, a lot of times you don't actually have to do something to someone. You just have to make them think you're going to do it to them. Think about what I just said for a second. The government didn't actually have to do a lot of stuff to people at first. They just had to make people think that they were going to do it at first, and then they started following through with it after everybody was so terrified. The vast majority of people complained because they used examples out of a few people, like national coverage of arresting a paddleboarder out in the ocean by himself. That was was not realistic. If 500 paddleboarders decided they weren't going to stay at home and surfers were going to go hit the – you know shred the gnar out there in California – They could have arrested everybody. They wouldn't even have tried to arrest everybody. But yet because they had one singular person to decide to defy it, they made an example which terrified everybody else into complying with it. That's the point people have to realize is that compliance and giving away your rights never leads to anything positive under tyranny. So that's something I just want to kind of put out there. What do you think about this whole electric debacle Dad, as far as these cars cost us
1: so much? Well, I mean, that's great information, Austin, and I, I didn't even realize it was that bad. I mean that's, that's a crazy number, but I believe it. Because remember, we've put out hundreds of billions, and Donald Trump did a lot of this too hundreds of billions of dollars in subsidies for these electric oh, yeah. stations and Elon Musk and all the rest of this stuff. And of course, you know, we had Obama doing the same thing, and it never ends. And again, when you factor in all the costs, these electric vehicles don't save any money. And when you get a diesel that's been so basically plugged up as far as with pollution control, he said they were running 40,000 PSI on the doggone lines as far as the the pressure going in. On the fuel rails. On the fuel rails. He said it used to be like 28,000. He said that's 40,000. He goes, they're having to force more and more fuel into the system because it's so plugged up that they're having to force the diesel engine to try to breathe. And that causes a massive decrease in fuel mileage. Now, don't get me wrong. These diesel trucks, you know, and these F-250s and these 2500 Silverados, I mean, I drive a 2500 Silverado. These are nice vehicles. I mean, they got great navigation systems built into them. But now you have to use OnStar or you have to have your own navigation system, you know, through Wi-Fi that has to be attached to the car. All of this stuff is being put into the smart grid. I mean, it used to be you get a truck and you put a navigation. It came with navigation. And you know, every once in a while, you'd have to have the navigation upgraded up in the truck because of new roads. But now they don't have that anymore. These vehicles no longer have navigation that's built in. You have to buy the $15 or $25 a month package for Wi-Fi, which comes with navigation. But that allows them to continually monitor every single thing that you do. And you no longer can dis- disconnect the OnStar. Because if you disconnect the OnStar now with these new vehicles, what ends up happening is they can't get the data to them as far as on and off and diesel, you know, particulate matter and all the rest of this stuff. It's all become so complicated that it's designed to destroy diesel functionality. When a diesel getting five or six miles per gallon pulling a trailer, heck, you can get a V10 gas engine that will do that. They're, they're all horrible fuel miles at that level. And so if you start setting them, so now they don't want to have diesels anymore because the diesels are too efficient. All of this stuff is to try to force us into an electric power grid with electric vehicles and they can't get the technology to done right. They simply can't get it done right. And so now we're in a situation that we basically are trying our best to you know survive in this massive inflationary economy that we have right now. The other day I got three dozen organic eggs and a pound of butter. It was thirty dollars. I couldn't believe it. I sat there and looked at the girl and I said, "It's thirty dollars for three dozen." I mean, organic eggs used to be like two ninety nine for organic eggs. Regular eggs are like a and now they're like seven dollars. You know, you know, you know, a dozen for organic eggs, and another you know at nine dollars a pound for organic butter. And you sit there and go, "This is insanity." And, but this is what they've done to us on purpose. And it's like Austin said. It's little by little by little by little they've conditioned us to believe this. When they first did 9-11, remember, when 9-11 hit, You know, the United States population had never seen a Pearl Harbor. The only ones who had seen that were very, very old at that point. And it was 20 years ago. Pearl Harbor was 60 years before that, almost 60 years. The vast majority of the people that had seen Pearl Harbor were you know, either in their 70s or 80s, and a lot of them didn't remember because they were too young, and most of them were basically in heaven with Good God, you know, they were, or wherever else they got to go? But the reality is, is this, you know, no one had seen something like that. So when that hit us, it hit us so hard collectively as a nation that people were running out and enlisting in the military, wanting to go fight the terrorists. It, it, think about what they did, it, and on and on and on. You know, first they started that Gulf War with George Bush, that George H. Bush. You know, as far as you know, Operation Desert Storm or whatever it was with Iraq and Kuwait and all that. You know, ten years earlier. Then snap, pop. Ten years later, they hit us with that one, and when that one happened, you know, a lot of people really got sucked into it because it was such a slap in the face of the United States of America, and they and they went back on the patriotism that we had as a nation in order to force us into the military and to want to have a continuation of the Greater Israel expansion. Okay, which we already talked about. General Wesley Clark had warned us about that, and so we didn't think about the fact that it was the Greater Israel expansion. We only thought it was going to be the war on terror, you with the terrorists, you're with us, you know, with George W., the dumb one. And all of a sudden we're sitting here going, this can't be happening right now. And then all of a sudden they shoved the Patriot Act in our face, which was almost the same as the Enabling Act in Germany in 1933, giving unlimited power to the federal government. And here we find ourselves little by little. So what they have to do as the time progresses, Austin, and I, I, you guys will listen to me on this for a second, the regulations have to become more and more and more draconian. They have to become harder and harder and harder, which makes them more difficult to implement because people say no. Then you have to put more regulations and statutes in the place to arrest the paddleboarder who's paddling on the ocean by himself. Everybody has to see that, and then everybody gets scared. You walk up to the person in the concentration camp in Palestine, and they argue with you about They don't have any food, so you pull your pistol out and you shoot him in the head. The Israeli does that. The Palestinian goes, oh, my God, my father just died. Shut up. Don't say anything about not having food. Pretty soon, it becomes that level of terror on the people who it's being imposed upon. And so that's where they're taking us slowly into the world into the United States until it gets to become so draconian and it's so chaotic that out of chaos will come their new world order. Guys, they were shooting children. The Israeli Defense Forces were shooting children through the no-go zone with high-powered rifles for sport. And blowing legs and limbs off. Just shooting them for sport. What did they think the Palestinians were going to do? And, and, and like we talked about yesterday. They're throwing rocks at these fully body armored Israelis. As they're being mowed down with machine guns. They're throwing rocks. This is asymmetrical warfare. This is this is genocide. Unbelievable. All right. Awesome. Finish it up, my friend. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I love you guys. <laughs> yes, it, there's
0: definitely – I mean like I said earlier, going back to that story, I was reading – I want to kind of touch base on this because I was just reading through the another article on it with this random 20-year-old kid that apparently now now they're saying in this article here now that the guy lived with his mother and brother. And essentially they have no possible motives. They can't find any history on him. They don't see any reason. He's completely under the radar. To the best of my knowledge at this point, there was nothing to indicate any type of warning or any type of concern on part of family, friends, school, what have you. This again goes back to the narrative that they're wanting to put together on it. They want to make sure that they continue to push this narrative that random people that have no problems whatsoever are simply getting body armor and guns and IEDs and going to go blow up amusement parks. Now the next article that I just found has said at least two of Medina's weapons were ghost guns. Ghost guns are kits that users can simply buy online and assemble a functional, a fully functional firearm. They have no serial numbers and do not require background checks and provide no transfer records for easy traceability. Of course, of course, you would have ghost guns, too. I mean, you just added everything to the list. We got IEDs. We got ghost guns. We got body armor. We got semi automatic rifles. Oh, yes. And we have no motive whatsoever. This kid just randomly did all this stuff, got all this work together. Built his ghost guns, bought his body armor, loaded up his mags, got his ammunition, built his bombs, went all the way to the amusement park, and decided that, hey, oh, that was too much work. i must shoot myself now. What? Come on. I mean, did they really expect anybody to believe this stuff? Well, yeah, they do. Because now, this again goes right along with the narrative of, oh, we're so glad this was averted. You know, the only way to avert this again is making sure we have more restrictions and more control. Because remember, the ghost gun bill that basically ATF, or the amendment that ATF tried to put together, their new rule, got struck down by one of the circuit courts. I talked to you guys about this a month and a half ago. And it's still on litigation. It's, it's going to be ongoing. The same thing with the pistol braces. This is ongoing. Well, they know that there's no way you've ever watched gun laws really ever go back. They've always taken steps forward. So there's been a few random cases where you've had stuff come back, but majority of it always takes baby steps forward. Little step, little step, little step. Like Dad said, you're getting four to five inches you know, on a snap, another four or five inches, another four or five inches. Not a lot. They're not running full 40, 50-yard plays. Just a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. All of a sudden, you're like, dad, go up. How'd they get down to the 10-yard line? You know, 30, 40 years ago, they were in their own end zone. Where? How'd they get here? Now we've already gotten machine guns that got basically banned in 1986 as far as for, you know, post samples. And now do all these other restrictions. Now you've got states like New York. That says that you not only have to have a background check for your rifle and all the other restrictions that are already there. Okay. Well, now you got to get a background check and pay a tax just to purchase ammunition at a 50 round maximum at a time. All these things are being put together to tell everyone we're doing this for your safety, guys. We're doing this for your protection. Because essentially what they're telling everyone is you're too stupid and dumb to be able to take care of yourself. So you need to rely on us to basically take care of you. This is what they told her about during COVID. You're too stupid to understand how to keep yourself healthy. So you have to lock down and you have to shut your business down because, well, it's science. I was watching a clip the other day. This is this liberal show, and this just absolute moron was on there. He was a huge proponent for lockdowns. He was this background in science, and he was talking about how he was on the school board. And he's like, you know, at the time, we were doing the best we thought we know how to do. You know, we shut down the schools, and in, in hindsight, it was a mistake. You know, we realized the learning and the kids and the mask in the school was, was a bad mistake. And he's like sitting there trying to act like he wants some type of sympathy only sympathy would be basically getting knocked upside the head because all these people do on a regular basis, these hardcore liberals, these hardcore communists, they always do this. They play the combative card. They push their agenda with full rhetoric and force, tell you there's no other option. You have to obey them and listen to what they say because they know it's best. And then if they do get caught with their hand in the cookie jar and everybody realizes it was a horrible decision, then they play the sympathy card, woe is me. Oh, we were doing it for your best interest. Guys, we're doing it for your protection. You, know, you can't get mad at us. We're trying to protect you. You know, It wasn't the best thing, but it was for your protection. So you got to cut us some slack. No, I'm not cutting anybody slack because it wasn't for our protection. You didn't have our best interest in heart because you knew you were lying to us from the very beginning about everything. And that's the resolve and understanding that people really have to start getting back and start realizing that nothing that is being done on any circumstances is for public health or safety. They're not giving free shots. To children and adults over the last two years, because it was for the greater good, they paid money via taxpayer dollars to Pfizer to fund the, the, all the vaccines to produce them. They were free; we paid for them. Then they turn around and tell us, "Well, you know, it was, it was it saved everybody, and it did such a good job, do a good job. It was designed to do exactly what it was supposed to do. That's a kill shot. And that's why we put together so many different kits, like the uh, spike protein survival kit." that's really, really important for people, that we've helped out tremendously as far as with blood flow and cardiovascular health and uh, blood clotting and so forth with the natokinese, the acetylcysteine and the vitamin E. Those three we found work fantastic. Even if you don't have any issues or you never even got the shot, if you're just looking at maintaining overall cardiovascular health on a regular basis and detoxifying your body, those three go together really, really well. And so, again, it's like I was explaining to my friend the other day, We're talking about GHI cleanse and detoxifying the body. The body and the liver, and Dan made a great analogy with it. He was talking about it. You know, you got a glass of water, glass of soda, glass of tea, whatever, you name it. You got a glass. And say the glass is 70, 80% full. Well, that's the liver toxicity. It's functioning, still does okay, can handle it, but it's pretty toxic, but it's doing okay. Well, all of a sudden, you start pouring more in that glass. All of a sudden, the glass starts overrunning. Well, the glass overruns the liver saying, okay, I'm done. I'm dumping all these toxins in you. I'm not processing this anymore at all. You're basically going to start feeling like garbage. You're going to start having all kinds of gastrointestinal inflammation because I'm overwhelmed. And just the liver's got to calm its butt back down. It's got to get itself under control, and that's one of the reasons why the GHI cleanse works so well because it's got so many anti-inflammatory properties in it and detoxifying properties in it, and that's the key factor. If you're putting toxins in your body at some point or you're eating some junk food occasionally and you're doing it on a semi-regular basis, you've still got to take a step back and let your body detox and calm down sometimes. That is so important, especially with the glyphosate that is in it. Everything now, I mean you already saw that with the Moms of America report, fast food, 100% of the food they tested massively tested for glyphosate and heavy metals. It was like what, 70 or 80%, only, only two out of the restaurants they tested didn't have different types of animal antibiotics and contraceptives from animals in it. Just thought I would throw that out there. So lest you think you're eating Chick-fil-A or any of these other fast food sites, you're actually getting decent quality food, that's a hard no be aware of what's in it, look at the ingredients, understand the food that they're putting out there is designed to make you sicker, It's designed to make you go to the doctor more, It's designed to put you on more drugs. So continue to keep your health strong, keep your mind strong, keep your body strong, and keep getting the truth out there, my friends, because there's definitely There's definitely some strange things. I told you guys that a couple months ago. I said you can see the writing on the wall. Stuff's starting to get weird. Well, stuff's starting to get real weird now, and the media's hyping this up intentionally, especially with all these insane protests that people are having at campuses and universities. This is designed to cause more anger, more bitterness, more hatred, and more division. Don't fall prey to it, my friends. Keep your head up. Keep your head on strong. Continue to stay healthy. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. HGH Stimulate on sale for product of the week. Be sure to check it out. Last day today on sale for HGH Stimulate and also take advantage of the flash sale on the Ultimate Multiple Powder right now for over 15% off. One of our standalone products that we have is really, really good. So be sure to check it out. Give us some feedback on it. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.